Manziantros. We're back. We're back. We're better than ever. Better than ever, baby. In some regards. What does that mean? I've been better. I'm better? What? Why do you suggest that I wouldn't be better? I think we've both been better. Since when? Well, we get, let's, let's, let's like turn this back a bit. Let's turn back the clock. How long has it been since you and I were graced the air? Um, Together, at least. Because I know I did a little, that little solo pod over the summer and that was kind of an interesting thing. But when was the last time me and you were in here together? I think spring at 21. That really been that long? I think so. That's wild. We were just mere sophomores then. Spring of 21, end of sophomore year was probably our last A lot year. has changed. A lot has changed. We both uh, have gained some weight. This is true. Me more noticeably than you. Uh, we both... I have a taller figure. You Shut up. You're actually right. It actually, reason. for the squatter, for us squatter people, it's stuff that it's it, it it looks worse when we gain weight. Squatter people, like squat. I'm more squat than you. I'm more like I'm more of a smushed down kind of person. Like you almost, you're almost the height that I would be if I squatted. <laughs> I guess yeah. In a way, I don't yes. know. I mean, I guess that's how you could define the word squat. squatter. Squat, but. but Regardless, but no, definitely physical changes, mental changes, emotional changes. You've traveled the world twice now. I have. Um, you went to obviously you went to Austria in the fall of 2021, and then this past summer you went to uh, Israel. Yep. You know, you know, most people have never left the country in their entire lifetimes, and you can say that you've been to two different countries, two different, no, not two different continents, but two different countries. In the span of a what a year's time, less than a year's time, less than a year's time. Um, I, I mean, more than two countries. But oh, I, I guess lived, you were traveling when you. Went I to lived Europe. in two yeah. countries. Yeah, so yeah, that was cool. I think I think the living part is cooler than the traveling part. You like being there versus like going to like. Well, I mean, I think I think like day by day, it's more fun to travel, seeing something new. Usually there for a few days, so you're packing everything into a few days. But when you actually live there. You experience that country so much more than if you're just a tourist traveling for a few days. Yeah, because you really can't. <clears throat> you really don't get Living, any sort of grip on the culture no. or the I mean, day-to-day stuff. If I you're mean, just you think you do. There. You you go to like the you know the busy downtown. You go to the touristy stuff, and you know you go to pubs if you're of age. <laughs> Shut up. We don't need and, to do uh, that stuff anymore. <laughs> and um, <laughs> and like you think that you're getting this huge cultural experience when really you're just getting the same experience that. Every other American tourist is getting, which is very much, in most cases, different than the actual experience that you're searching for. <laughs> wow, you really. So s- I would say, I would s- say, spending time at least two weeks in one place a month, pref- preferably, does a lot more for you than just visiting a place for a weekend. And you visit, and you were there for what three months, four months? I was in Austria for four months, and I was in Israel for one. Um. You really are. Uh, it seems like you're passionate, though, about the international travel thing. Like, it's, like you've gone out of your way. You've um, I made it a priority, if you will. It's a priority. You, because I made you've, it a priority. You've got, and, you, and you've like jumped over barriers to make sure you have these experiences. Things so, were clearly can- things were canceled. Things were postponed. Yeah, yeah. Stick with it. Hey, I commend it, man. I um, I uh, I lived vicariously through you as you Did went abroad. Yeah, I was like, I would always think to myself. You know, Trost is out, out and about in, in some unknown part of the world, and I'm just sitting here, and I'm just going to imagine that I'm with him, you know? 
That's nice. Did you do the same thing with uh, BK Baller this past spring? I did. I did, actually. Uh, oh, yeah, our friend BK Baller, I'm sure you hope he's listening. I thought you bribed him into coming to this. No, he wasn't interested. He said he's not feeling well. Dude, he hasn't feel well ever. Have you noticed that he hasn't felt well in like five days? I guess he hasn't felt well for five days. I don't know what you want me to tell you. Five <laughs> to ten days. He doesn't feel well. I mean, He never feels well, no. Unless, At least since he's gone back to school. I feel bad for him. Ute, no, same thing, though. Uh, yeah, no, Ute... Or he is on. Ute doesn't feel well physically, I think. For Baller, it almost seems like a like a dark cloud is hovering above his head. All, at all times. Around. I know. I feel kind of bad. I turned the light on in the family room today when I got back, and he goes, oh. I go, Baller, it's light. It's good <laughs> for you. He goes, no, no. What the heck? So I had to turn it off. He hates... He's like a... And, you know what? He's like a vampire you know what, sir? or I mean, something. I think you and I and even the audience knows that Baller is a very much an avid Yankee watcher. Yeah, yeah. That's for sure. And so I come into the to the room and the Yankees are tied with the Twins going into the 10th inning. And Baller's just complaining, wishing the game would be over by now. And I think, you know, that's normal for a, a regular baseball watcher, even someone that doesn't watch baseball. But to be... S- such an avid Yankee watcher and want the game to be over so badly just was, it didn't feel right it feels like totally backwards actually no. I think he's stressed by something I think something's bothering something's him. bothering him he's not he's not one to share you know what's going on deep inside so I feel bad it's probably festering within him maybe um, but you know whatever he'll be okay he's fine um, but yeah so we've been off the air for a while we had no real excuse to not be on the air last spring True. I think you know what though. What? I mean, it's a terrible excuse, but it is an excuse, and it's probably the excuse that we both had. Well, mostly me. No, no mostly you got mad at me. No, no. This is a this is a combination excuse. Okay. Just being off campus. Yeah, definitely. That's honestly just a big. I mean, not a big barrier. It's a barrier though, and we saw it, and we were like, eh, can't go. Especially because we usually do the podcast at eight o'clock at night, and when you come back, when you well, leave campus at five o'clock, and you go. Th- to the apartment, you're not wanna, you don't want to come drive back at no, 8 o'clock. No. Never. Sophomore year was perfect because we lived two seconds away. Literally just down and the hill. we ate upstairs. Yeah, it was we, beyond yeah. convenient. Do people know that? We actually, this building we're in right now, we eat food in it. A lot of two people Two floors eat food above. In it. A, lot a lot of people, people It's one of the main dining rooms. It's where rooms. we had our mail. Our mail room well. is here. All sorts, of, all, sorts of th- all sorts of things. There's a bathroom right over there. there I go is. pee in it before every show. You parked outside there before. I used to. Be, <laughs> I was ballsy. Yeah. Um, Why do I feel like my only memories of us leaving the show at night, like after we were done with our show, it was raining. Yeah. Out that door. Raining. And sometimes there was, I remember there's snow and at the door to the left over here. Yeah, over here. Yeah. And it was always a little cold. Yeah. I guess I don't think we were having dark temperatures. Yeah. Well, it was always late, you know, nine o'clock. Speaking of rain, it rained the past two days. Yesterday and the day before, all day. Yeah, and today, today was chillier than For it has been. Boston listeners, they're out there. You know, we, well, Boston need the rain, as I'm sure. I think most of the country has been. Uh, you know who needs rain is California. California needs rain. That's my brother. He lives there. Although he lives in the part of he lives in this weird part of California. So he lives in San Francisco, right? And it's a it's weird. It's so different, uh, like temperature wise, climate wise, than the rest of the state. So I was looking at this cool like chart of the united states um and it like showed like the average temperature over the summer of every like kind of major city in the united states it's kind of like a heat map you do this for fun no no no. I, my brother sent it to me and every single 
literally every single part of the country like had really high average temperatures in the summertime. But San Francisco, for some reason, was like 67. That was their high? That was their average. Oh. Or maybe it was... That's still low. But like, especially compared to everyone else was experiencing this heat wave. And then you have the Bay Area, and it's like completely isolated. It's like it's its own little crevice of the world. But I don't know why that makes sense. Mm. But if you do go there, bet, it's, bet, it's always kind of chilly. I bet scientists could explain that to you. So, I don't, no, I'm no scientist. I'm, You're you much closer it. to one than I am. I'm closer, but I'm still very far. Yeah, that's fair. You know what you, know what you are a scientist at? You know who almost was a scientist? Okay, who? Our friend Ute. Yeah, almost is a strong word. He was a chemistry, biology major, something like that. He's technically, you could... He's a psychology major. He's not technically science. I think he's getting his BA in it, though, not BS. What? I never understood what... what bachelor what of Arts, Bachelor of Science. But why does it matter? Bachelor of Science is a lot more technical. Are you a Bachelor... You're Bachelor of Science, right? Correct. You could also do a Bachelor of Arts in math if you wanted to. But you're not... You're you're a concrete kind to of To me, guy. it's though, it's like, what's the point? You So... What does Bachelor of Art and Math entail? Is it more abstract math? No. It's easier. <laughs> it's easier. So you're telling you mean Ute's going the easy, taking the easy way out. Well, he's a psychology major. I have, I, mean, I have no expertise in that in that regard. And okay. and at, to be fair, I've never taken the BA track um, for math, so I don't technically know. But like looking at the course list and the requirements, a there's less requirements. B you don't need to take natural science electives um, in addition to your math courses, and you're allowed to take like intro classes as opposed to actual classes. So like. For example, abstract algebra required for the BS, intro to abstract algebra required for the BA. Uh, so you kind of like get off the hook with a bit easier versions of classes. I wonder if employers care. Like, it's, think about it. It's literally just the, a, a letter difference. I would say BS, this. BA. Would, like, what if you, what if you could go I, going through a resume and not even notice? I was going to say, I think employers would definitely care if they, knew, if they like saw the difference. If they picked up on it. Yeah. But if they didn't. Like, if they noticed yeah. BA... And then they saw a kid BS right after. I'm sure they would, they would care. Would, but as a, when it comes to like noticing, I don't know. Well, maybe what you could do to, to like, you know, swindle them is to, you write just like undergraduate degree or under, you just write bachelor's degree. You don't even specify. Yeah. You just write math, math. Degree. Cause unless they see, unless they ask to see a transcript, they won't even know. Right. But this is, this is, we shouldn't be, you know, yeah. saying things like this. No. We should be honest at all times. Of course. As men of God, you'd understand. Well, I don't have to lie. Listen, um, the, just the change. I want to change course here uh, just slightly. Uh, you made me some pancakes this morning. Not my you, best. You've Not also my been, best. Oh, come on. They were delicious. Were they? Well, I think it's tough to tell because when you put Mrs. Butterworth's on this anything, is, true. Is, it, is it the Mrs. Butterworth's or is it like the pancakes were good? So, I don't know. So when I made pancakes the other day, I noticed that the consistency was really like light. Fluffy, maybe? Mm. No. The viscosity was high. It was runny. It was runny. Oh, okay. It was runny. Okay. Runny. Um, viscosity. I think that statement was true, but I'm not sure. Yeah, you never heard of viscosity? I mean, I've heard someone say it. I just yeah. crazy that you pull it out to describe a pancake. Yeah. Well, no, not the pancake. The pancake mix. Oh, After mix. I made oh, it all Oh, you mean like while you mixed it. And then today so with the not. egg, with the milk and whatnot, I noticed it was runny, so I added more mix to it. And I made it too. And just a little bit though, and I thought those turned out really well, but today I added some like off the cuff, and I think I added too much and it got kind of thick. And that's why those, that one plate was all thick pancakes. And then oh, towards the end, oh, I added a little more milk. You figured it out. To make it a little thinner. And I don't know which ones are better. I tried one of each, but you're right. Mrs. Butterworth's masks, masks all. anything. You could put it on a fucking skunk. 
And it would on taste freaking skunk, yes. You no, know, I'm serious. That shit is good. I hadn't had that shit since I was like a little boy. <laughs> and it's like pure sugar on a, on a, on something. Yeah, no, it's delicious. My parents are probably I, I well, I think my parents are listening and they'd be very upset with me right now if they knew that I Well, they are probably upset with me right now. They had Mrs. Butterworth. Knowing that I had a pancakes with Mrs. Butterworth for breakfast. Well, I think it's okay once in a while, especially if your good friend makes them. Yeah, that's true. They were made with love, you might please, say. Please please uh please forgive them. Well, you also have been preaching to me that I should eat breakfast cuz it'll make me less hungry at night, and I think 100%. Right. I I actually 100%. feel good and full. I think that's literally like a fact of human nature. But at the same time, it's like you understand how not eating breakfast could help me lose weight. If you well, consistently cut out one I meal think, every think, day, that's that's a lot of calories. But I think what like the way you're trying to like back that up is by saying like breakfast is the easiest meal to skip, and just by objectively eating less food, you're gonna lose weight. Yeah, that's what I mean. But you think that, I end up making up for it with my late night snacks? One hundred percent, if not more. Oh shit! The cook, especially because breakfast ninety percent of the time is eggs. Speaking for myself, is eggs or oatmeal, ninety percent of the time, and then the other ten percent is bagels or once in a while pancakes like the amount of calories in breakfast food compared to what you're eating late at night is yeah. i just think there's a big difference there and if you eat right before bed and then you just sleep you're just gaining all those calories see as opposed to being active during the day burning them off yes and then and sleeping yeah you're probably right you i don't know, B, you know i guess it's just hard for me like, to uh, Nutritionist, uh, I know. They did, come on, you literally <laughs> told me that like two years ago. <laughs> they do. They listed the post in the dining hall, like talk to the nutritionist. It's like, in the basement of Gaston, I think. They put a lot of pressure on people here not to be fat. I'm telling you, they do. By how much they price their food? How much they price their food? The fact that Burn combined with the quantities of the food. The fact that Burn was upset with how much he paid for his meal yesterday. Yeah, speaks a lot to that of how expensive their food is he, here. He, for those of you that don't know, who Burn is. Burn, Burn's never worried about a dollar in his entire life, and I don't, I don't mean that <laughs> in a bad way. There's a generalization. No, it's fine. I think it's I very, agree with I you. Think, I would say it's like true. he's never made a comment like that before, though. No, never. Nor has he like ever not done something or done something as a way to save okay. money. Okay. And then, the, and then last night he was all. And then last arms. night he realizes that the, the extra sausage link cost him like six dollars. That's crazy. Yeah, no, it's ridiculous. He paid literally. He paid. But I think like sixteen bucks for just a little bit of pasta, some sauce, and two sausages. But like, like small. Yeah, sausages. it's ridiculous. It's but like you, me, Ute, Baller, we've all complained about this basically every day, every year, every year. It's always too. I mean, it's it just it's just more expensive now, but it's always been too expensive. Agreed. Um, they increased the price of salmon and chicken. I paid nineteen bucks. I paid no, sorry. You want you want to know how much I paid for dinner tonight? How much you pay? I got salmon, uh huh, a small piece of chicken on the side, Ooh. rice and carrots. They charge you a lot for that. Twenty five dollars. That's that's six dollars for the chicken. That's what that's what's going on there, well, dude. I knew I'd be still hungry if I had a small ass piece of salmon, a small. So I had a small ass piece of chicken on the side. I, I am definitely full, but twenty five bucks is craziness. It is. Um. You know, I digress, right? Is that okay to use that? Use there? We we both digress, but I also think that we started with a topic in that realm. What did we start with? I don't remember. It doesn't matter. You know, there's a pet hamster living in our our uh, dorm. I do know this. I wanted to let everybody know that his name is Nutsack. Nutsack lives in the storage closet in with the, the lights the off. Lights off. He's apparently a nocturnal creature. That's this is what Ute says. So I never at knew that night, was a thing. At night, Ute goes in the closet and turns, turns the light on. <laughs> <laughs> in the morning, Dude, what else does he do? <laughs> in the morning, he turns the turns the light off. And I think he 
He doesn't even feed him like every day. He just no, leaves food he just out. Just throws shit in the bowl. Yeah. And if you and it eats when it's hungry. The one downside, there's only really one true downside to the to Nutsack living with us is that if you open that storage room closet or the sorry, the storage room, it smells like shit in there. No, it does. He's a cute little thing, you know. He's a little small, little. He's very small, like ball of fur. He really doesn't deal. provide anything though. Nobody's like going in there to hang out with Nutsack. He he's just there. And then once in a while, we're like, oh yeah, we forgot Nutsack was there, and we open the door, and we're like, yeah, he smells bad. Do you don't ever. Go in there. No, and do you? You come back drunk from somewhere, and you're like, oh, I need some sort of like comfort. Are you about to lie to me and tell me that you do that? I did that one time. When? It was like uh, this past weekend. I walked in there. I know BK Baller did it, and BK Baller did it when he came back from Cityside one night, and he went to put his finger in there to pick him up. Oh no! And not uh, like bit him. Mm. And now BK Bar does not go in the room because he's afraid. No, I'm kidding. But maybe. He probably doesn't go in there, though. I don't think he does. I don't think yeah. he probably hates the stench. But it's a cool little thing. I don't know. I don't even know why we have it. Whatever. Yeah, we think his girlfriend bought it, and we have to deal with the consequences. Hey, man. It's fine. It's, it doesn't really affect. I'm just glad this. Thank God the smell doesn't seep into the. Our room does it. Our, our place does have a smell, though. Yeah. When you open the door, there's a smell. What is that smell? It's not necessarily bad. It's not the mouse. No. It's, it's, been not, it's definitely not one. the mouse. It's not B.O. It's not like anything that's obvious Let's like be that. honest what it is. It's a peculiar smell. It's someone's scent. Do you think so? And we know it isn't one of the four of ours scents because we've all lived together before. And there's never been that strong of a I've scent I've never pervading. smelled that smell before. Neither have I. And like I said, it's not objectively bad. No, it's not bad. It's just, it's just a smell. Quite distinct. Like you walk in and you're like, huh, I wonder what that is. Yeah. <laughs> but it's not like, a, oh, I hate this. No, it's, huh, what is that? Yeah, I don't know. It's not. It's definitely not good. Like you said, though, it's not, um, like, you know what it is? We notice it. This is what scares me. We notice it less and less every time we walk into that room. Just naturally because we have are used to it. We're getting used to the smell. But I, I can imagine that if someone comes into our apartment, who hasn't been in there before? Right, That's the first thing they're be like, I was "What the, the same fuck thing. is that?" Smell? I was thinking the same thing. I mean, I, I don't think I care that much of what uh, people think that our place smells like, but yeah, no, it's definitely not a good scent. Um, but outside of the hamster, outside of the smell, how are you feeling about your workload, your class? How's everything going? Um, School wise, I will I will answer that question, but I just wanted to say, my mom texted me. She said, "Get Febreze." Oh, we have the breeze for the toilet, for the bathroom. We do, but but that's, be for, fi- that's for poops. Yeah, we kind of we kind of leave that above the sink, and I think we're just too stupid to have realized that we could use that for the main room as well. Yeah, <laughs> like be, it being inside that bathroom door to us, I think symbolizes it's the bathroom. It needs for to stay in there. Look, well, okay, at, the same, at the same time, if this is a a, a scent, a smell that's coming from no something that's always yeah, unless we buy those plug-in ones, you know those plug-in that ones that could work, that could work, or we just um like power power wash one of our roommates down so that <laughs> get, get this smell permanently which off one, of him. Which one is it? I have no idea. My dad texts me, "Stop swearing." You are I swearing think. a lot. Oh come on! Have you never? I noticed um, it. I tried to I tried to counteract it at first when you said the f word and I said frickin', <laughs> and then you didn't really catch I've, my drift. This is this show. I swear all the time on this show. No, no, we actually used to not swear Did we, because, we were, because we were worried about this WZBC public club and, and oh, public shoot, image. And, shoot, you know what? You're right. Yeah, I don't no, mind I remember. I remember. He's right. He's right. He's right. 
Who's right? Your dad? Your dad's well, I don't know, right. I, like, I feel like I like to swear because I feel like it's my it's me. Sometimes when I'm talking about sports and stuff and when I'm being passionate. But any podcast you listen to outside of like Barstool. Okay, but that's the most famous. Nobody's really swearing. All right, fine. Let's not make this. Okay, he's texting me again. He says, not. I don't know what he's saying, not. Uh, okay, anyways, whatever. I'll stop. I'll try to stop. Um, My workload of class is really easy. I'm taking classes I like. I don't have homework. I don't have, I don't like, for example, I don't have class tomorrow or Friday. That's pretty nice. <laughs> this is crazy. So I'm not going to get into that because that's nothing. What about you? You seem to have like a, like what is it? It seems like average for you, would you say? For me, yeah. I'd, I'd say so. I have two difficult math classes that are pretty fast paced. An econ class that's doable for sure. And, uh, uh, an, a history core and a philosophy <laughs> core that I've put off till now. I so. can't believe you're taking philosophy as a senior. I'll tell you what, though. It's actually really nice. It's a great breakup in my schedule. And the, and I got the best professor. Can you impersonate the professor? Um, oh, I mean, putting you mean, in the spot's like, tough. Huh? You mean like his freak show tendency? Like maybe like he laughs. So he just kind of comes. So let me just paint this picture yeah, you gotta, for everyone yeah, you at home. just do it off the cuff. You got to so, context. He comes in like two minutes late first day of class. And he's a very well-dressed man. He's got like a nice tie on, button-down shirt tucked into his nice dress pants, and he's wearing a vest. Everything matches. He's got like a little one of those little chains on his vest. I don't, okay. know, I don't know what you call that. I don't know what that is. I've seen that before. I think he's got an Apple Watch, but it's got a gold uh, band. Is he bougie? To it. He dresses very bougily. Oh, so there are lots of people in here. Right are now. there? Yes. Are they all looking at us? Sorry. So we're in this AM studio, and to the left of us is this like FM studio, and there's all these people congregating. Are they in like the middle or in the know. FM? No, studio? the middle. In the middle. Sorry, they're like they're in the meeting room. Whatever. I'm sorry to interrupt. I just know it's. Sorry. No, it's okay. So anyway, there's like this really bougie man. Yep, yep. He's like probably 35. Okay. Maybe 40 tops. Yep. Good looking guy. Nice teeth. Does his hair. It's, everything's put together. This guy is like. He looks like he's super he's pristine, successful. Pristine looking. Yeah. And he just comes in and he and he kind of whispers in like a deep voice and he has a slight accent from somewhere. No idea where. You don't even know what it no is. No idea. <laughs> um, and he kind of just looks around the room and he goes, hmm, yes, yeah. Did I forget my tablet? Hmm, yeah. I don't know. Or maybe it was my computer. <laughs> no, I don't have a computer. Oh, yeah. That's weird. Yeah. And he... And so he just does this like monotone <laughs> accent whisper while looking above oh. everyone's heads. And then he'll, he doesn't even look at you guys in the no, eye. No, no. And his eyes are always darting back and forth, left and right. And then he freakishly laughs, closing his eyes like full laughter, and then he stops it on a dime. Oh, so it's not like it's like a laugh for two seconds, and all of a sudden straight face. Yes, and then that's, he's back to like that's scary. Yeah, no, it's. I'll tell you what though, it's hilarious. Everyone thinks it's so, so you, funny. Does it help? The, does the class go by faster because he's just a goof, whatever he is? Well, yeah, and we're learning philosophy, so that's nice too. Uh, that's not nice. I am an anti-philosophist. Is that a word? Philosopher. I'm, I'm anti-philosophy. I think every, I, I cannot believe they make you take a class for, an, sorry, to make you take two classes over the span of an entire school year about stuff that isn't even like, like real. Three hours a week. No, that's craziness. We're paying, sorry, three, how, what does that equate to in terms of how much money people pay for this school? It's a lot. Yeah. Exactly. I don't need to get into the, like the math of it because I can't do it that well. But I'm saying that that is a crazy amount of time and money to spend learning about Socrates. Nothing I learned in that class means anything to my life, at even remotely. I would say a lot of people benefit from classes like that. Okay. 
I think it's a nice break in the schedule. Well, for me, yes, selfishly. But I think a lot of people can benefit from that, especially freshmen that take that and then they discover that they want to be, I don't know, philosophy majors, minors, etc. I know, yeah, I know. There's a bunch of philosophy minors. It definitely helps you think in general. Well, some people do a bit. I'm not going to say think about life, think about the afterlife, think about this, that, or the other thing, but it helps you think, period. Maybe it increases brain power? If you try and pay attention. I would never do that. I got an A, though. Both. It's good. Don't even know what we talked about. Okay. Whatever. Um, let's just, let's, let's move on. Uh, we have one, we could talk about me not going to the gym. And everyone knows that. I, I don't go to the gym and I don't know, I can't figure out why I can't get myself to go to the gym. I went once this already. So we all scheduled to go together the first day and we all went, the four of us, I think. Yeah, all four of us. All four of us. We went when we all had a break in our schedule and we all agreed that we would go the next two days. Yeah. Uh, according to our schedules, and only me, Baller, and Utape made it to days two and three, and then I think I think the three of us have made it the past few days as well. You went today. I went yesterday, and go, I'm, I, and I was planning on going tonight. Oh, jeez. However, that depends if I finish my homework, which I still haven't finished, which is due at midnight. I guess if not, I'll go tomorrow morning. I guess maybe. part of the reason, maybe, why I don't go to the gym. He says, I don't see it as a way for me to lose weight. Like, I, when I've lost weight in the past, it was not, I didn't go to the gym. That wasn't why. Well, then that And I don't enjoy reason. going, so I don't see that like you a You need to find another reason. I know, I know, I don't know. I, whatever, I'm not going to talk about this too much because um, my dad's now like texting me everything I say, every, about everything I say and commenting on it. So let's not talk about this anymore. We should, we might as well just get him on here. No, he's not. Oh, oh, actually, before you help me bring this up, thank you for saying that. So, guys, this this year, this is important. If you weren't this listening, is very before, important information. So, we now. have a phone now in the studio. You can call in at the phone. You can call this number, and you will be able to talk to us live, and you'll be on air, and you'll be, and, and you can give us your thoughts, like. I would prefer not people then just call us like randomly. Maybe it'd be funny once in a while, but no, I would, no pranks, no pranks. But like, not it'd cool. be cool if like during some episodes we create a time where we're like, okay, we're open for callers. We're gonna keep, we're gonna talk. We're gonna have an open conversation, open dialogue, and anyone can call in. That's I think that'd be cool. And if we ever do have a special guest feature, they can just call on the phone uh, instead of us like FaceTiming them or whatever like we used to do. Yeah. So the number is 617-552-4742. 617-552-4742. That is 617-552-4742. See, that's, that makes me feel like we're on a legit radio show. So rem- write that down. Remember, give us a ring. Don't call us now. Don't call us right now. We have a big agenda ahead of us. We have a lot to talk about in a limited amount of time. We like to keep the show to an hour. I think this next topic will be shorter than we think it will be, though. Okay. Mainly because I because you don't have much to say. <laughs> There's not much to say. Period. I have about this topic. Oh come on! All right, fine. Let's wait, wait, whatever. Let's just dig into it. Um, this is you know we're here today because oh I had the idea to be here today because you know the NFL season is about to kick off. This is it's big news. It's honestly exciting. It's extremely exciting. This is probably one of the years that I've been more excited for the NFL season. What? Why is that, buddy? I don't know. It just. I, I'm looking forward to it. I've never been happier to hear that in my life. Uh, you know what I think actually a lot of it is? What? 
and this is maybe just BS that I'm making up in my head. Could be. But last fall, I was abroad. <laughs> so you didn't. I even... had zero football. Oh, so so you went. I from... watched one football game. I watched That's... Iowa play Michigan. Maybe I watched Iowa play somebody. That you're, was college. You're yearning for football. You have a football shortage. I think that's what it is. I think my body's recognizing that. Wow, that's kind of like you your have body. A physical need for it. Kind of like your body that recognizes that you didn't have food in the morning, and then you just <laughs> eat it all at night. It's kind of like my body doing that's the same crazy. thing about with football. That's fair. That's fair. Um, that be, so that being said, I'm also equally excited. And I think the reason why I'm excited is I'm always excited for football season. But to me, it's like it gives it gives me something to do for not th- three nights of the week: Thursday, Sunday, Monday. And you get college on Saturday. And college on Saturday too. Yeah, and then sometimes Friday on college. Um, so yeah. it's it it football season brings more. Uh, it makes my schedule bu- schedule busier. It gives me. Uh, it means fantasy football season's here. It means I can bet on stuff and have fun. Like it's like it's a whole as a whole dynamic to my life that doesn't exist for eight months of the year. It's craziness. It's or exciting. Not seven months. It's very exciting stuff. Are you excited as a general NFL fan, yes. or are you excited as a Patriots fan? Not it's super. I'm ex- I'm always excited to see the Patriots play. I'm not optimistic as a. I'm not optimistic as a Patriots fan. I'm I'm more optimistic and excited about. Being a general fan of being and being a Bucks fan. I mean, you guys made the playoffs last year. True. It just with the rookie quarterback. No, I'm ex- look. I I think we're gonna be better than the media is is making it out to be, and that's what, that was the first thing we were gonna talk about is how the media is completely throwing up on the Patriots right now. All the reports, and this is not just from the national media guys. This is from the beat writers. This is from Mike Reese on ESPN who covers the Patriots every day. There, I, the reports from training camp have been that the offense sucks, and then the one preseason game where we saw the first team offense out there, they sucked. So that's like that's like the the narrative, and it's almost it's, it was almost like predictable because when Belichick is like, oh, we're gonna have Joe Judge and Matt Patricia be like the main offensive coaches, and then he didn't hire an offensive coordinator or even or even appoint an offensive coordinator, like everyone was kind of thinking. This could be trouble. And then it is trouble. It's fed into itself. I think it's probably a little bit of an overreaction. I'm obviously biased. So not, that means nothing. But what do you think? Mm, I think I think there's definitely some truth in that their offense is not going to be great. But I do think Mac Jones will make a leap. Not even make a leap. Keep the same trajectory he was on last year. It seems like week by week last year he got better and better. Not astronomically, he did. but no, he definitely right. got better as the year went on. Marginally. And I think he'll do the same thing this year, despite their offense not clicking on all cylinders. Well, I would agree with that if there wasn't such an uprooting of um, what he was used to last year. I mean, a whole new... like McDaniels is a premier offensive coordinator. He had a system in place that... Um, that has been in place in New England for like decades at this point. I mean, and Mac spent his first season getting used to that, accustomed to that. It's almost like a restart for him. And I wonder if I don't think he's not cap. I don't think he's not capable of adjusting. I just think there's probably going to be hiccups, not an as up, bad of hiccups start. as people think. What an uphill battle! An uphill battle. Um, where would where would you throw Mac Jones in the in the hierarchy of? Starting quarterbacks. That's a tough question because I personally am not. I'm not a Mac Jones like. 
lover. I'm a liker. I'm a Mac Jones liker. I have okay. his jersey. Right. It, but it just, that almost, almost seems like obligatory. A, almost as like a default. Yeah, it's like just he's like a, he's, he's a quarterback. quarterback in my football team. I feel about him like probably how... I, pro- I feel about him probably how people feel about Carson Wentz in Washington, maybe. See, they, they, they're probably like neutral about it because he's a better quarterback than they've had in a while, but he's not that great. But I guess I'm a little more optimistic because he's, Matt Jones is younger, but am I really? I don't know. I've never really been high on him. I bet there's a lot of Washington fans that are upset that Wentz those reps are getting away from Heineke. Yeah, but he put a whole season last year, and it wasn't anything that great. I think he had potential, though. And I think Carson Wentz coming in is just kind of like awkward. Well, I think it's unnecessary, right? They like, while like they like, <laughs> while they won the Carson Wentz sweepstakes. So what does he win them one more game? Was he lose? Does he lose them one more game? That's a whole. Other does thing. he get injured? And I can we talk to about know. that. In the whole, we can get a whole into a whole thing about that. Um, but at the end of the day, where I rank Mac Jones, he's probably a top fifteen quarterback in the league. Because he is really, he's really good at the things, at all the things that it takes to be a good quarterback. Right? I'd, I'd say he's he accurate. In. He's a good leader. Um, he's poisoned the pocket. Um, he's everything that he's solid. He's the ideal he's West Coast quarterback nowadays. Though we're not, you know, the best quarterbacks in the leagues are in the league are they're 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 bigger than him. They're more mobile than him typically. So yeah. I think that's where. But I'll tell you what I I, I think uh, falters. I think his accuracy is something that he can build on this year for sure though. You, you yeah no it's gonna that's get, one thing that's out exactly to me. he can't go down he's not gonna go down he was no. he was passing for sixty seven percent of his passes completing them sixty seven sixty seven percent of his passes he's not gonna go down from there significantly who do you see him I think connect- he has a bit of a noodle arm though who do you see him connecting with uh, on the offense yeah I think Kendrick Bourne is he had a little they had a little um, camaraderie. Little connection last season, I think it continues, and I think Kendrick Bourne is the most underrated receiver in the league. Wow, I think Devontae Parker's not going to do much personally, and I think Jacoby Myers will also be good per, as per He's usual. Solid, um, but everyone else is kind of iffy to me. I think John o. Smith, uh, I would love to see be better, but he won't. So whatever, mm-hmm. Patriots are kind of boring this year. Let's be honest. Um, let's talk about your Bears a little bit here. Um, you have a new coach. Yeah, Matt former Eberflus. defensive coordinator of the Colts. So he's a defensive-minded guy on a team with a shitty defense <laughs> and a bad offense. Um, you have Justin Fields. It's a young roster. You're about to lose Roquan Smith. It seems like um, there's there's some optimism. Tell me where does the optimism lie? The optimism is in next year. <laughs> That's literally it. That's, That's all we awesome. have to look forward to. Yeah, I think Justin Fields has a bad to. Not so bad year. I don't think he's going to play well. I think Iberflus will make our defense slightly better. And but I still you think hope, right? I still think we go. I don't know four and twelve, four and thirteen. And you'd be fine with that. And I think I think that's just what we're expecting. And I think that's what's going to happen. So, however, okay, I I I believe we have around a hundred million dollars in cap space going into the off season. After the season. Assuming you don't resign anybody. Correct. And this is double. That's almost double the cap space of the next team. That's insane. However, historically, we don't spend that very well. So, but I think, I think with a new, a new head coach and a new president coming in, 
eventually. Um, that there's things to look forward to down the line. As as our friend Jason, Devin, which McCordy's on that Good Morning Show? Uh, uh, Jason's on the Jason as, the McCordy twin is on. The, as our good friend Jason McCordy said, you know, we just got to bear through this year. Bear through, <laughs> bear through, bear through. That's a good little. I don't even. That was. Did he met? Wait, did he say that or did you say? I that? just said it. I'm, Holy shit! Yeah, that's pretty crazy. You're impressive. Um, but yeah, we just got to bear through that, Bears fans. Bear through this year. I think, but I do think there's a few exciting guys to watch. Justin Fields, it's exciting just because young quarterback who can the run. young quarterback he can run and like maybe he'll surprise you. Darnell Mooney's always fun to watch. He's good. He's very talented. And I think Khalil Her- Herbert will shock us. I think he's going to actually overtake David Montgomery, who was my least favorite fantasy player the entire season. Sorry, he went too high in our draft. Oh my god, we did get, so we did an offline draft with our BC friends. You know, so basically you have a draft, a physical draft board, and everyone will. There's like stickers, and they have the players' names on it. It's fun, and you you know what, took the players' names. That's on. What they did back in the day. Yeah, it's obviously before internet existed, and before these ESPN fantasy games existed and such. Um, and some kid, as you know, Joey, our friend Joey Magulari, third round, took Montgomery in the third round. He didn't even need to like. He already had a running back. He had Jonathan Taylor. Whatever. That's it's fine. It's, he's no. I think Montgomery is like. I think he's a solid back. I think he's a solid back. He's okay. I just think our O-line is so bad that it doesn't matter. It doesn't even matter. To an extent, it doesn't matter who's back there. I just think Khalil at this point is younger and... But I think... Younger running back's always better. I think Herbert will be fun to watch. I think Fields will be fun to watch. And Mooney, of course. Mooney's exciting. Um, so okay, so that's some. There, there you there's, have it. Some Bears fans can be excited to turn on the television on a Sunday afternoon because hey, I want to see Darnell Moody catch some spectacular passes, have some good yak. I want to see Justin Fields playing you know on the field. And you know what, too, though, it, that's exciting because there's no pressure on the season. Zero. Nobody's expecting the Bears to do anything. In fact, they're expecting you to be awful. Right. And so with that, we can just sit back, relax, know we're going to lose, and then just see if we can see some highlights. Uh, and we can look forward to the Packers losing in the playoffs. Yeah, you better. Oh, that's what's well, a given. If they make the playoffs, although I think people need to be careful about wishing or predicting that Aaron Rodgers and the Packers aren't going to be be very good in this season. I think that's a bad idea. Bad omen. I'm sure they'll be really good. I'm sure they'll be as good as they usually are. Yeah, awful. Whatever. Um, you but, know, I like I like this um, cute little bit you put in here. Yeah, I'll I'll explain. You want me to explain it? Yeah, go ahead. Okay, so we're gonna this next segment here. We're gonna do a little weekly betting advice. Um, you know, twenty minute spiel, ten minute spiel. We usually we used to do that when we and when we used to do that, we used to have the caution that you know betting is not legal in Massachusetts. Uh, but here we are, and uh, sports betting is finally on the path to legalization here. Uh, the bill uh, was passed uh, by the House, by the State Senate, uh, back in August. Um, we're going to be able to bet on all professional sports, on all college sports outside of Massachusetts, uh, in person and on the mobile app. Starting win. Awesome. Um, they're thinking it's going to be in-person betting very soon. Like, I'll be able to go to, like, Encore Casino in Everett and, you know, guest slip. And then, hopefully, by the Super Bowl, which is kind of sad, we'll be able to do DraftKings. But because they're basically going to legalize it, I don't care about talking about it. I don't need to, like, caution it. Right. Because, whatever. Um, so, today we were thinking we could do 
uh, a little segment that I created today. While I was writing up the agenda. It's kind of stupid, but I think it's funny. Uh, it's called Mortgage or Porridge. Mortgage or Porridge, right? And so this is how it goes. Each of us picks three lines that we love so much that we bet our mortgage on it. Okay? That's a lot of money, right? Mortgages it's a lot of are, money. You know, mortgages are expensive. Expensive. And then we're also going to pick three lines that we think are so atrocious and bad that we would rather eat a fuck uh, a, a stinky cold bowl of porridge than than put even a single cent on that line. So I so mo- you know mortgage or porridge, mortgage or porridge, mortgage or porridge. You know right. it's kind of right. We should do a little. I need a little like a theme song for it. Mortgage or porridge. Dun dun dun. dun. Mortgage or porridge. Mortgage or porridge. Hey dun 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 dun. dun, dun. Mortgage or porridge. Mortgage or porridge with Banzi and Trost. All right. Um, uh, you give me your first. Okay, so how should we do this? Do you want to just do like porridge, oh, mortgage, porridge, mortgage, porridge, mortgage, porridge? Mortgage, mortgage, porridge, porridge. What do you think? I don't know. Yeah, mor- yeah, I agree. Mortgage, I'll mortgage, I'll start with porridge. mortgage. You follow up with what you want to follow up with. No, we'll do. You do mortgage. I'll do mortgage. And then you do porridge. I'll do porridge. Like that. Okay. Okay. Ready? You know what line I'd bet my mortgage on? <laughs> Which line would you bet your mortgage There's on? There's a few of them that I really like here. Not going to lie to you. Okay. One of them that stands out to me is Eagles minus four at Detroit. I would bet my mortgage that the Eagles cover. That's a good one. That's a really good one. I would one. bet my mortgage that the I Eagles cover. I might bet both. I bet, I might bet everyone's mortgage on it. <laughs> the whole housing market on it. The Lions are so bad every year. I don't care. About anything. They were on hard knocks. I don't care. <laughs> they got Dan Campbell. <laughs> I don't care. I like him, though. Dan yeah. Campbell's cool. Yeah, okay, whatever. This is a guy's guy. I agree. No, right. I don't care. I'd bet my mortgage Especially to the Eagles. The, now that the Eagles are like favorites to win the division, the NFC East. I think Jalen Hurts will actually be good this year. Ballsy. But I think he could be. That's a good mortgage. I'd bet my mortgage on it. All right. Um, a line that I would bet my mortgage on, I... Hate to do this to you, Ryan, but 49ers minus seven at the Bears. People, I thought about it. I thought about it, but there's a lot of unanswered questions. No. Yes. In my opinion, there's no unanswered questions. We have a 49ers team that was one play away last season from going to the Super Bowl, and now they have, in their eyes, upgraded the quarterback position. If they didn't think Trey Lance was an upgrade over Jimmy Garoppolo, they would not have made the switch. I'm sorry. So I don't get the people who are putting the 49ers at like the 10th best team in the league this year. I saw Colin Cowherd said that. This team's going to win the Super Bowl. They're going to win it. And they're going to fuck, they're going to, sorry, freaking floss. They're going to floss the Bears. My S7 is so easy. I bet my mortgage on it. Wow. <laughs> okay. All right. All right. Give me your porridge. <sighs> Let's see. If there was a line that I would rather eat a cold, nasty bowl of porridge <laughs> than place a single cent on it. Yeah. It would be Bills minus two. Interesting. Interesting. I would not touch that line. Yeah. And I wouldn't touch it not because I'm so confident that the Rams cover. I'm just so scared by that line. I can see that game going either way. And, I, and I, I have zero confidence that the Bills cover that. I have zero confidence that the Rams cover that. That's why I would stay away. I would rather eat a bowl of porridge than risk anything on that. I agree with you. I'm not, I, I, I think, I think that's a literal gamble. Not only are we gambling there, but that's a, like a gamble. It's a gamble of a gamble. Yes. Like, I'm, I'm honestly going to bet on that game because it's, you know, it's Thursday night football, first game of the year. 
I feel like five bucks. You gotta admit that's a dangerous line. But I'm not gonna feel good about it no matter what I pick. I've gone back and I flip flopped myself all week and you're right. It's that's just games like that, you just unless you for some reason unless you're rooting for one of the teams or you have some like instinct some sort know, of some sort of gut feeling. Gut feeling, which I don't have about it, so that's a good one. Um an, a line that I would uh I would rather eat a nasty cold bowl of porridge. Porridge. Than on. Um, you know, it's, it's, it's uh, tough. I, I don't want to do this. I feel like Chiefs minus six at Cardinals. I don't like it either. I don't like it. I think it's a lot of points for a Chiefs offense. It's going to look drastically different versus a Cardinals offense. That's playing at home. They don't look that different. In fact, they might have gotten better. They added Hollywood Brown. I mean, D Hop's not playing. I, that probably factors into it immensely. But even he, I, I, I don't even, I don't really think that even matters for some reason. I just think that's a that's a weirdly big line. Like that's suggesting that if the Chiefs were at home, they'd be a minus nine favorite, which is crazy to me. Like, we shouldn't be this low on the Cardinals. The Cardinals have improved every year since Kyle Murray and Carl, uh, Cliff Kingsbury have been there. Why would they? There's no reason to suggest they would be six points worse than the Chiefs, who have, to me, are are gonna at least take a few weeks here to get going. So, that's I, I think that's a bunch of, por- that's a bunch of porridge right there. No, I think that's fair. I think that's fair. Um, you want to do another round? Let's do one more round of it. I think three is a lot. Let's do one more round. So I agree. you give me one more. That's one more mortgage and porridge. <laughs> <laughs> I can give you a mortgage right now. Okay, give me a mortgage. Something you would bet your whole mortgage on. Something I would bet my entire mortgage on. Actually, no, I'm sorry. A porridge. Porridge. Oh, a porridge. I have a porridge. You, I have a porridge. Need, you need porridge. Oh, shit. I'm going to go porridge. And okay. my porridge is Raiders at Chargers minus three and a half. I would not touch that line for the same reason I wouldn't touch Bills and Rams. The Raiders, I think, are better this year. And I think with the, without us seeing the Derek Carr Devontae Adams connection yet, and how can we even make and a, the the potential insane amount of upside that that can have? I'm not touching that line. Are you are you kidding me? I'm not touching that line. If anything, I might bet Raiders plus three and a half. I think people are overlooking the Raiders. They're looking at uh, a lot of the perception is that they're going to be the fourth best team on this division. Granted, it's a great division, but. You're right. We have no idea what it looks like. They have literally these guys are staring at us. Why are they staring at us? I don't know. I don't know. These I'm kids looking right me in the eyes. Is there a lot of them? I don't know. He, they're, they're making a big joke out of it. How long do they hear us? I don't know. They're having a meeting of some sort. I know. I hope He's it's over by the time. I hope it's over by the time. Uh, We're on a live show. Um, I hope it's over by the time. We're okay. Uh, anyways, what was I saying? I don't think he can hear us. I don't care. <laughs> <laughs> um, I'm just glad I don't have to look at the, them. <laughs> you have to. It's look funny at when them. this stuff happens. And I feel like the people listening are like, what the heck are they talking about? Right? Yeah. Um, what was it? What was I just talking about? I just lost my train of thought. Um, Raiders plus three and a half. As so opposed to because the, we haven't seen Derek Carr or Devontae Adams play in the preseason once. Why do they keep looking at us? They haven't seen us play. In the, they haven't seen. We haven't seen anybody play in the preseason. <laughs> we haven't seen them play in the preseason. So we have no idea what it looks like. I think it's going to be an amazing offense led by Josh McDaniels, an offensive genius. I so, agree. I anyways, agree. okay, I'll, let's move quickly here. We got about 10 minutes. Uh, I'll do one more. I like a more, I have a mortgage one here. I have a big mortgage one. Okay. It's kind of ballsy. It's kind of like, oh my God, that's kind of wild that you'd say that. 
Jags plus two and a half at Commanders. Wow. I'm telling you, that Jags offense, led by Doug Peterson, a Super Bowl champion head coach, offensive quarterback, can I have a quarterback, uh, re, uh, what do you call it, like a oh, quarterback whisperer type? Um, I mean, he literally made Carson Wentz an MVP guy, and now Carson Wentz is a bum. So... So he's going to make Trevor Lawrence good. and then Trevor Lawrence is, is, is good. He is good. I was watching tape of him last night. I was wrong to think. I was wrong to read too much into the statistics. And if you watch the tape, he's clearly the... Could be the most talented quarterback in the league in three years. Wow. So this team is going to be much better than last year. The dysfunction last year in Jacksonville was so overwhelming. I think you're going to see... This team's going to look like, they, like a rock was lifted up from up top of them and they're going to play free spirited with energy with pace um the scheme is gonna, is going to be um it, it there's going to be a lot of open receivers it's going to be great i think they're going to win uh, by more than two and a half points i think that's a I, I put my whole mortgage on it. if i had one i don't have one and, and like i think we can both agree here <laughs> if we had a mortgage we would obviously like we don't even need to talk about it like we both skipped over it but i think we were both thinking it like we obviously would both place our mortgage on the raven's Winning by more than seven against the Jets. Oh yeah. So Easy. Really ask, just ask BK Baller. He'll we don't really need to talk about that. BK uh, Baller will tell you to bet on the, bet against the Jets all day long. Yep. Bet against the Jets. The Jets suck. The Jets stink. The Jets will always suck and stink. They never won't. They never won't. They and never Zach won't. Wilson's not even playing. Well, they might actually have a better chance because Flacco's starting. Yeah. So no, they're gonna lose. no, they're, they're gonna lose by a lot. That was fun though. Yeah. Mortgage and po- mortgage or porch. I think this no, will mortgage be fun. and porch. I think this will be fun too. This last little uh, I like this. bit here. I think before we do this last segment, let's let's first tell them about our little fun thing we're doing this semester, and then we'll we'll end with the cool rings of power uh, special. The, the cool thing that we're doing that I thought you were going to bring up earlier, but you didn't. Yeah. So guys, we're I should have brought this up at the beginning of the show. We want to get the listeners more involved in what we talk about, what we're thinking. So we create a Manzi and Trost official NFL pick'em group on ESPN. The link is in the bio to join. Um, basically, all you have to do is pick who you think is going to win every game this week for every week in the NFL season. There's, you know, after the season's over, there's like an overall winner. But every week, we will take the winner from that week and they will get a call-in voucher. Very valuable. Very valuable. We will call personally request for them to be on the show, and they will get a 15-minute time slot with us to talk about whatever they want. Sports, work, friendship, trauma. Philosophy. Philo- not God. Philo- not philosophy or God. They're, Fine. They, they're included. They're definitely allowed. So please, it's really fun. It's no cash, you know... There's no feed. There's, not, there's nothing like that involved. It's just an easy. Nor little, is there a cash reward. Nothing. No cash kind. reward. <laughs> yeah. No. We'll give you a shout out. We'll. 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 You know. We'll. It'll be worth your while. Certainly, it takes two seconds. You don't even need the app. You don't even need the app. Just go on there. Make your picks for this week. Join our group. Make sure you name your um, picks. You can. You can name them. Make sure you name it um, with like your name, so we know who it is who won. So or, or an alias. So yeah, so just you know, do that. We loved uh, so ins- our Instagram bio, um, you know, has the link to it. Um, for those of you who don't have Instagram, just text me and I'll send it to you, or just get an Instagram. That's fair, right? I think that's fair. It's, All right, it's the 21st century. So just wanted to quickly get that out of the way. Please join, sign up, tell your friends, send it to your friends, send it to everybody. Like I'm really excited for this. Um, 
But Ryan is going to kind of um, introduce us to this new little, this other segment we're going to do. Um, and, he, you know, he, it's his, it was his idea, so I, you know, he, he, you have the floor, buddy. I think it's a fun idea. It's really fun. Um, you know, Manzi got me, I'm not going to say hooked because we oh, two episodes. <laughs> but uh, Manzi's got me watching this new The Rings of Power TV show on, on Amazon Prime. Um, which is a prequel to the Lord of the Rings universe, as I understand it. Yes. And I just, I, I really liked the two episodes that I saw. And being that it premiered only last week, and that there's going to be a new episode released every Thursday night at midnight. Yep. For at least a month or two. Yeah, it's like, I think it's, um, it's, I think it's eight or ten episodes. So, regardless, the in honor of it premiering last week, and in honor of the characters and types of characters that we love so much, <laughs> we love them. We are going to pick teams that we think resemble the types of characters in this show. Now, for those of you that are unfamiliar with the show, there are three distinct types species, species if you will. Yes, of, there of are three beings. species of beings in this universe, or, and, be, or types of beings. Yeah, and, I mean, one, and one is the elves. The elves are immortal, as I understand it. The elves can regenerate health. They, their wounds are are like automatically like healed they're, over time. They're warriors. They're protectors. They're they're almost superior they're, beings. They're yeah. They're basically yeah. And and they're they're at very skilled in hand to hand combat. They're skilled in on the battlefield. They are they're they're magical. They're he they're they're, they're wise. They're wise. They're smart. Um, they're they have little, they have little or no weaknesses and. And so, you know what? Let me introduce the other two as yes, well. Yes, yeah. first. And it, so, with, besides the, the elves, we have the dwarves, the <laughs> mighty dwarves. And the dwarves, they're short. It's down. They're, they have long beards. And they love to scrap. They love to mine. They love to dig. And so, what we're going to do is we're going we're gonna to try to find teams that are like these elves, like these dwarves, and then like... This other third species, which is the Harfoots. The Harfoots. The Harfoots. Oh, I'm just a Harfoot. I'm just a Harfoot. <laughs> and so the Harfoots are big-footed. They're slow. They're lazy. They're ugly. And what we're they're like do, hobbits. They're like hobbits, but yeah. the prequel to hobbits. They're like the ancestors of hobbits. Just which for you, for which all. are even more. They are really hairy feet. They're bizarre. They're bizarre. Yeah, but but they're they're but okay, but they're noble. Can we say that? Sure. They're they're noble, but they're not going anywhere. No. Well. So let me just preface this: Frodo, Bilbo Baggins, uh, the Harfoot from the the show we're watching now. They're exceptions to the rule. Most Harfoots and Hobbits are like not ambitious. lazy bums. Yeah. So what we're gonna do is we're gonna pick teams that resemble each of these species. It'll be fun. <laughs> yeah. The elves are teams with little to no weaknesses. They're they're strong. They're expected to do big things, and we think that they're going to do those big things. We think they're gonna be the elves of the season. Yep. Yep. Dwarves, teams that are going to fight their way to a playoff spite. They're going to. It's not going to be easy for them. It's going to be a rough scrap mind. Their way. It's going to be a rough season for them, but they're going to get stuff done. They're going to win on the road. (laughs) Oh yeah, they're going to get a playoff spot whether you like it or not. They're going to get dirty while doing it, and they might not be expected to win the Super Bowl, but they might be there. They're going to. They're going to claw and bite. They're going to. They're going to do things. They're scrapping. And then we're going to pick the Harfoots. Uh, Those big-footed, slow, lazy, ugly teams that we just think are going to get stuck in the mud. 
behind the rest of the dwarves and elves. And they might be okay with it. <laughs> and and I think in a perfect example, as, as you kind of just alluded to, I feel like, the bears are going to be a Harfoot. The bears are a Harfoot. The bears Harfoots. are a Harfoot, and they're okay with they're that. And I think that's a big part of the Harfoots, is the Harfoots know that they're Harfoots. It, it is perfectly alluded to in this line that we both love. I'm just a Harfoot. I'm just she, a Harfoot. She knows that she's just a Harfoot. The, There's no expectations. She's Like you said. She, it is what it is. And I think the bears are a perfect example of a Harfoot. The, bear, the bears are a good Harfoot. A Harfoot, sorry. Um, another Harfoot, I think, that I like to... I want to just shout out here. Um, the Texans. Some people are thinking that the Texans might be dwarves this season. The Texans will not be dwarves. I don't think so. They are just... They're really bad. They have a very depleted roster. Um, they have Lovey Smith, who's like, you know, obviously a former Bears coach, and he's got a lot of experience, and they got a former Patriot in the front office there, and uh, Nick Casario, and they, you know, they, people are thinking they're going to have that Patriot, you know, Patriot way kind of thing going on. It doesn't, no. That team has Davis Mills playing quarterback. They're just hard. They have a rookie running back. They have one good offensive lineman. They have a pretty bad defense. They have no weapons besides Brandon Cooks. They're Harfoots. They're just a Harfoot. They're just a Harfoot. One more Harfoot? Yeah, why not? I, I mean, I think that can speak for both of us. Nah, you want to say it on three? The Jets. Yeah. One, and, two, three, and, Jets. And this is for the J-E-T-S, Jets, Jets, Jets. For the record, BK Baller just texted me saying Jets are dwarfs. That's a joke. That is, <laughs> that's actually hysterical. He, the fact that he thinks the Jets are going to claw, scrape at anything is just hysterical. They're, I mean, come, why does he think? He, he's lying to himself. He knows every year they stink. He, he won't even watch the first game of the season because he knows they're going to lose. He giggled to himself as he wrote that. Thinking, oh, my God. Oh, this he is funny. He's smiling his butt he off. He is. He thinks he's going to get me to... No. Jets the are Jets Harfords. are not dwarfs. The Jets are Harfords. Harfords, and they'll be a Harfoot when Zach Wilson comes back, and they'll be a Harfoot all season. They might be a Harfoot for centuries. This rate, I think that's fair. Um, I would like. To, I, I got a dwarf. Okay, I got a dwarf in mind. A dwarf? dwarf, singular dwarf, a dwarf, singular dwarf. Um, my dwarf it comes out of the AFC North. Don't say it. And they're black and yellow. The Steelers are my dwarf. You said, you said NFC North, AFC North. Okay, good. Sorry, it's an AFC. I like. Oh, you're just biased because Trubisky. Honestly, Trubisky or not, even if they decide to start Pickett. No, they already decided Trubisky's the right, starter. Right, but later on in the season, if they okay, switch starting quarterbacks, I think the Steelers are going to mind scrap their way to a to a solid winning season. It'd be very Steeler Steeler esque of them. I agree. I think, but I think I think there's a lot of questions in the air with the AFC North this year, just because the Bengals kind of came out of nowhere last year. Yes, certainly. And the Ravens are kind of supposed to be good, but there's kind of some questions about you know Lamar not even. Maybe, maybe not re-signing with the team, not getting contract extension. Is he going to play his heart out or is he going to sit out? I don't know. I think the Steelers are going to scrap their way to potentially division the top title. high division. I think they're capable. Look, I think they are too. I think the Steelers, as long as they're coached by Mike Tomlin, will always have a fighter's chance. And we're essentially looking at almost the same roster as last season, except you have an upgraded quarterback. Ben Roethlisberger was like a was, was like a pill bug last Couldn't year. Couldn't agree more. And I'll tell you what, they had a decent season. They had a decent, they had a decent season. They had with, an okay with, season for what with they the injured, with. with the injured fifty eight year old Ben Roethlisberger yeah, down. Old slow molasses guy. He's bad. He's Each, bad. Every bone in his body was broken. And no matter what Trubisky, I mean Trubisky could be. I don't know if Trubisky's going to be like 
amazing, but he's gonna be better than Ben. That's why he's not an elf. He's a dwarf. He's a dwarf. He's gonna have to work for it. No, I agree with you. But I think he will. I think he's gonna scrap and dig and mine his way to victory. I think, um. Like a noble dwarf. The Saints will be a dwarf. Wow. Um, as long as James, famous James can stay healthy. It's a big mountain to mine. Well, I actually think they teeter even between dwarf and elf. Really? Because you have a solidified defense. Um, you have a receiving core that we have Michael Thomas finally coming back from injury, uh, paired, coupled with Jarvis Landry from the Browns and then Chris Lave, the rookie from Ohio State. Um, we still got Taysom Hill in there as a gadget guy. Jameis Winston is played well, but year last year before ACL injury. They have a new head coach. Um, or was that? No, yeah, they have a new head coach, Dennis Allen. He's been there for a while. That's always a question mark when you have a new guy coming in, especially replacing a guy like you know, whatever his name was, Sean something. What was the Saints coach's name? Sean, Sean Payton. Payton. I think that was this. Yeah, he coached them last year. I think he just retired. Yeah, maybe I'm wrong. No, I think he no. So, anyways, I don't know. that for me, that team is in a division that is is, is looking a little weak. We got Falcons, Panthers, not gonna be good. Panthers might be okay, but and then Buccaneers. I'm sorry, but that offensive line well, was scaring me a little bit. So I think that's a team that's gonna grit and grind because of their defense. Wow, okay, and Jameis Winston is gonna have a decent year. One more dwarf from you. I don't think I can name another dwarf. All right, that's fine. I'll do one more dwarf. This is a really, this is a sketch. People might get mad at me. Give me a dwarf. New York Giants. Wow. They're noble. They got long beards. They mine and they scrap. I say this because we got See, Brian Dable in the building with talent on his roster and a team, I'm telling you, is not, they might not, sorry, I don't even mean to say, they might not be, they're not dwarfs because they're not going to scrap their way to victories. I think they're going to have like a bunch of really good weeks and a bunch of really bad weeks, but they'll end up being like eight, nine. See, I think the Giants are going to, they're going to have dwarf dwarf tendencies. They're going to scrap and they're going to dig. It's just going to be to no avail. They're going to scrap and dig themselves to two, three, four-point losses. That's what they're going to scrap and dig to. You, so you think they're, they're not mining the gold. Guys. They're mining for dirt. Maybe. Maybe. I guess I'm high on them. I think I'm higher on Daniel Jones and a lot of people. I think Darius Tony is a really good player. I think that Saquon Barkley is a really good player. Finally re- fully recovered from an ACL injury. I think Brian Dable or – sorry, Brian Dable – is the reason that Josh Allen became what he is, the reason that Bill's team has been so good for the last two, three years. He's coming here. He's a respected coach, implementing a finally a good offensive system in this city. New York needs a good football team. Sorry, they need one. I think they're going to be decent this year, and the future looks bright. That's a, it's a, it's an interesting take. They're my dwarf, dwarf elf. I don't know. I got, I got another dwarf while we're at it. Oh wow! <laughs> See, once you think about it, you the know. Commanders. No. Yes. I disagree. Bad. Be I bad. think the Commanders. I think they're a tough team. I think they're because Ron Rivera vastly underrated. I yeah. think Ron Rivera is solid. Everyone knows Ron Rivera is solid. I think Wentz will actually have a decent year, and if he doesn't, I think Heineke will have a decent year if he takes over for him. Wentz could have a decent year. That's wild. And I think that division sucks. It always sucks. It suck. And everyone thinks that division's good all the time. Everyone thinks no, the Cowboys no, no, no. are going to go 12-5. No one thinks that division's good. Everyone always, suck. everyone always thinks that the winner of that division is going to do big and oh, great things. Oh, because it's things. like a narrative, right? That the NFC East winner is going to be like... And it's always going to be the Cowboys or the, or the Eagles. Cowboys or Eagles. Cowboys or Eagles. It's never anything about the Commanders. I think the Commanders got a big chip on their shoulder. I think Ron Rivera is going to remind them of that day in, day out. I think the Commanders are going to scrap their way to a decent season. Playoff. Seed, wild card, one potential of wild, wild card, card, potential wild card. Well, 
maybe they rally around the the shooting of their rookie running back Brian Robinson, who I think when he comes back in week four, potentially, yeah, he will have a great campaign. His his whole like quick recovery stage here that's happening has been remarkable. Like it is amazing. He got shot supposedly, and then two days later, like. He's actually gonna be back, and then like today they're like he's off crutches, like the swelling's <laughs> gone down, like he got shot twice. What do you mean? Yeah. How is this happening? So maybe he got like shot in the leg. That resembles that commander's dwarf tendency to just shake things off and keep scrapping, keep mining. They don't care if they get dirt in their eye when they're mining; they just keep going. I agree with that. That mountain's got to be mined regardless. Yeah, I think maybe you're convincing me that this could happen. I'm just saying. Watch out for those commanders. Hands, you know, I mean, commanders. That's a strong name. They got, a, they got a big they're name. A strong to to. physical name, and it is. They're commanding. They're very commanding. <laughs> oh, um, wow. I, I think there should be this lot. I think right now, though, I think we should only do two elves because I think if a team is to be an elf, that means they have to be like above and beyond. They are like truly. And I think elves are supposed to be sort dominant. of obvious. And it's an obvious. However, I do have a surprising elf that I'm going to. You save. pick one, and I pick one, and that'll be that'll be that. You, I'm, I'm going to do a surprising elf. Okay, I'm going to go with the Denver Broncos. Oh, I love it! I love it. I think the Denver Broncos are elves this year. Can you say it? What? Say it. Say what? Come on. Whatever wants to hear. Well, the, you know. Oh, oh, oh <laughs> yes, yes. Bronco country. Let's ride. Broncos country. Bronco country. Let's, let's ride. ride. Bronco country. Let's elf. Oh, you I thrown through a loop there. I think the Broncos are going to be solid. And I say that they're elves not because they're going to win everything. They're not going to win every game. They're not going to win the Super Bowl. Maybe they will. I don't know. But the Broncos are elves because I can't see a weakness. Okay. I don't see a weakness in their game. I don't see a weakness on offense. And I don't see a weakness on defense. I think the Broncos are solid all the way around. I think they're formidable. And... Their lack of weaknesses makes them an elf. They are Elrons. They are Galadriel. They are elves. Broncos are elves. Let's ride. Let's ride. They've been a solid team for literally a decade, and now they have a quarterback. I say they win that division. I say that I would. I think that's what I'm going to go with too with the division. I think we've seen a trend recently where like a solid team gets a good quarterback, and all of a sudden they're really good. Like Matt Stafford last year with the Rams. And Tom think- Brady with the Buccaneers. Like. This adding of free agency quarterbacks, and then they elevate these teams that I have think, talent. I think the Broncos are elves, and I think they're going to prove to everyone why they're elves in week one after they dismantle the Seahawks. I couldn't agree more. That That's a line I'd put my mortgage on. Broncos to cover. That's not that's really not porridge, baby. No. Um, Those are, That's my elf. My elf is the, it's the 49ers. I said a surprising pick. I know people don't aren't sold on Trey Lance. They think he's inaccurate. They think he's going to be wishy-washy all over the place. I'm telling you, Kyle Shanahan, I know he hasn't been clutch at times as a play caller, but he certainly has been at the helm of some incredibly good offensive teams that have gone far in the playoffs. I think the Niners are going to be an exceptional team. They have one of the most well-rounded rosters in the league, a great defense, crazy good offensive weapons, a young, dynamic quarterback in the mold of Josh Allen. With an incredible zone running scheme, you said Josh Allen. He, in the mold of he's in the mold oh, of Josh oh, Allen. He see, reminds me of Josh Allen. I think that's my elf. That that's that's Elrond right there, baby. And then, yeah, the Broncos are Gladriel. Let's do before we ha- sign off here. My dad wants us to do a Super Bowl pick and then, so Super Bowl matchup and then pick the winner. I'll go. I think 
I think it's going to be probably 49ers Chargers. 49ers. I don't hate that pick. Will win. Trey Lance Super Bowl MVP. Oh, come on. This guy Get over is yourself. the man. He's Get over no, yourself. I'm telling I'm not letting another Mahomes go under my nose, another Herbert, another Deshaun Watson go under my nose. I'm calling it as it is. Trey Lance is going to be freaking amazing. Oh, that's embarrassing. All right. All what's, right. Your, what's your Super Bowl matchup? I don't mind the Chargers, though. I don't mind the Chargers. I almost had them as, as an elf as well. I think the Broncos the, and Chargers are close. I agree. I just think the Broncos are a slightly better elf. Because they have a more experienced quarterback. Now. Yes. That's, okay. that's And Russell Wilson has playoff experience that Justin Herbert lacks. It's true. The Chargers Absolutely. were supposed to be good last year. The Chargers haven't made the playoffs. And they haven't done anything. It's definitely a little ballsy to make that prediction. They haven't done anything of substance. I digress. My Super Bowl matchup, I would go... I think that, I think half of this is cliche. <laughs> I'm going to go Bills-Broncos. I like My that. elf. And Bills are probably an elf. I, Bill, I think Bills are the obvious elf in the room. Yeah, yeah you um, just don't. I don't want to say them because F them. But I think... I think they're going to get tired of this, you know, we're good, yeah, it's going to be great, we're going to lose in the divisional round. Oh, this is great, you know, we're going to lose in, you know, the conference championship. I think they're tired of that. I think Josh Allen's tired of that. I think the Bills are going to be solid. They're, they're an elf. Everyone knows they're an elf, and I think they're going to prove it. And I, think, and I think the Broncos are going to take it to them in the Super Bowl, but I think I'm going to take the Bills over the Broncos Super Bowl. Ryan, I have to say something. You, what you just did is, is bad. They no, no, they no, can't no, play no, each no. other in the Super Bowl. No. We, we had to cut this. I was looking at that too. Um, I think I mean Rams. Because I was looking Rams at Rams versus Bills at Rams. Bills at Rams. Oh, Rams, Bills, Broncos, Rams, Rams, Broncos. Rams, Broncos. And I think Rams uh, repeat. Because okay, okay, okay. Yeah, I'm sorry. They're, they're both at the top. That's fair though. Hey, um, if Bills Broncos could be Super Bowl, be going AFC Championship game perhaps. Because I think because I think the Rams are enough as well. well I think the Rams are people are expecting a Super Bowl hangover. Why? Um, there's no reason. Give to me that. a reason. This elbow injury speculation from Stafford, I think, is overblown. I think he's fine. He's fine. Uh, Odell got hurt, but guess what? They brought in Allen Robinson. I think they're okay. And they still have triple crown. All lines still decent. They have Aaron Donald. They have Cooper Cup. Cooper Cup. Jalen Ramsey. Yeah, they'll be back. They'll be back. Um, Rams Broncos. My dad's picks. He, I feel, I, I feel obliged to share this because it's so wrong. Um, he thinks it's gonna be Cowboys, Patriots, pa- Cowboys win. <laughs> oh no! That is, I mean, Cowboys might not even make the playoffs with that. They have a real, their offensive line is not looking good. And their I defense like, is not looking. I good. I like the Patriots pick more than I like the Cowboys pick. I don't know, but dude, uh, I would love the Patriots to be good, but we'll see. I just don't see the Cowboys being good. Hey man, we have a lot. Listen, there's a lot to be fair. Uh, I root against forward them. to right, and uh, we didn't even get. I, I mean, I, I we didn't even begin to cover a lot of what I want to talk about, just because when the NFL when the NFL season comes around. There's so much gosh darn content. There's so many narratives. Um, it's an exciting time of year. I think the 49ers Chargers pick is probably a dumb pick, but I don't hate it. I like to be ballsy. So. I think it's exciting. And we, hey, listen, um, Rish and I are, I'm sorry, Trost and I are in, are in the same fantasy league. Please root for us this weekend. Um, I'm going against BK's ballers. No way. Yeah. That's a big, that's a grudge match. That's it's, a, that's a huge grudge match. Have you seen my, uh, my fantasy name? What was it? Jamar Jamarier. That's funny. That's good. I like that. I, I, made, it it online I made it up. I made it up. I was going to do... I was, you're a smart guy. No I was going to do uh, Jamar Jamore, like the more the more, Oh, but that was kind of stupid. Jamar Jamarier. I like but that. But it should be the more the merrier. Jamar Jamarier. 
I think that was a good pick you made up for. I'm just saying. People might not say so. Anyways, okay, whatever. We've been here for, we're going past the hour, 10 limit, minute mark now. Thanks for bearing with us, Baron. Bear, bear down, <laughs> bear with. Um, yes. <laughs> we're happy to be back on air. Join the pool, join the pick em pool. A link in the bio. Remember the number, 617-552-4742. 617-552-4742. We'll put that in our bio as well. Call in. Play the game. Get the call-in voucher. Um, make sure to watch the NFL this weekend. Um, watch out for our Spotify uh, podcast. We'll be, I'll, be, I'll be posting this as a recording on Spotify later tonight. Watch out for it. Uh, but um, Trost, want to sign us off here now? How did I used to sign us off? I don't know, but just make, make up something new. Um, this is Trost. And this is Manzi. And we are signing off. Thanks, guys.